My name is Matthew Becker. As the owner of a fitness facility and an attorney, I have a lot of things that I need to get done in a day. I've spent the last few years developing strategies that allow me to constantly move forward while also living the best life that I can live. On this podcast, I share those strategies with you along with other thoughts and ideas that allow you to live your best life through the concept of the aggregation of marginal gains. On another episode of The Stronger Revolution, I'm Matthew Becker, this time actually here with... Adam Cronbush. Who was not here on the last episode that we did, uh, I'm kind of scared to look. I guess I did, like a uh, month, maybe plus ago. Been, buildy, been, <laughs> been busy building a fence. <laughs> yeah, try saying that three times fast. I couldn't even say it once. Yeah, Adam is right. Um, priorities in life kind of uh, got juxtaposed there for a little bit when... I was uh, having to build a fence at home, and time was of the essence, and then supplies were short, and Adam was helping me, and that was happening on the day and time when we typically try to record, so uh, this was not happening, but hopefully this is now the return to a regular recording schedule, because the fence is done, and I'm no longer building it, and Adam has returned to school. I now work again. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Uh, vir- half virtually, half in person, right? It's all confusing. Very confusing. It is very warm in here. Yes. Man, I wish we had air conditioning or a fan that didn't get I picked up by the mic. It's the humidity. <laughs> it is. You should be used to that from Florida, right? Yeah, we're constantly sweating. Ugh. Yeah, we're sitting in the in my office at the gym right now, and we have to have the door shut in order to keep it quiet enough in here that we're not picking up a lot of background noise, and it just rained, and it's been like 95 degrees and super humid, so uh, I'm done complaining about it, because we don't complain, right? Right. We overcome. Okay. All right, guys. Last episode was on keep moving forward, so even when the times get tough, uh, we don't want to just cut and run. Um, because we are never actually going to achieve anything in life if every time life gets a little bit difficult, we just turn around and say, oh, well, I'm done, and we fold in the towel. Wait, is that is that right? Fold, fold in the, throw in the towel. Throw in the towel. Yeah. What do you fold in? Probably nothing. Fold uh, in, in poker. Cards. Fold your hand. Yeah. Okay, there we go. <laughs> yeah, that works. Uh, yeah, just throw in the towel. Um, so this episode, we're going to go the exact opposite. When do you quit? We're going to fold towels. <laughs> <laughs> so, logically speaking, or no, wait, never mind. Scratch that. Uh, no, I'll go with that. Logically speaking, um, in order to increase our life by 1% every day in pursuit of our purpose and our goals, we have to constantly keep moving forward. That was sort of the theme of last time's episode. But um, there are certain instances where it's not going to be beneficial and perhaps detrimental to continuously keep moving forward. And that's what we wanted to talk about today. Yeah. I mean, an easy example here would just be to say, uh, if we're trying to improve our lives every day, but 
for some reason we should quit what we're trying to do, then potentially we are going to start losing by 1% every day, not gaining uh, by 1% every day. The one step forward, two steps back. So yeah, you, you may be moving exactly. forward with that thing, but it's going against your purpose or perhaps causing you some cost. Yeah. Um, oh. We're going to look at some okay. different ways in which um, these things can negatively affect you and uh, why and when it is good to quit. Yeah, and how to identify that. Mm. Because I think part of it, part of the tricky part is if we're constantly trying to keep moving forward and we feel like we want to quit, then how do we then identify? I think, I think last episode I pointed to a scenario. I think I used the example of, of why did I get, did I say this? Of like a brand new police officer and maybe he really thinks that he wants to become a police officer but then he goes and he becomes a police officer only to realize the actual like being an officer day to day isn't what he thought it was mm. so two weeks in he wants to quit and I think I was making the point that it's not always the best way to do it and you need to give it time because there's also potential learning that you that can be had by trying to stick something out right but so I think there's a reason this isn't the first episode of the podcast. There's a whole body of knowledge and foundation that leads you to this point Man. where quitting makes sense. It's like every episode builds upon the previous. It's like every episode improves itself by 1%. Wow. <laughs> meta. <laughs> Very good, Adam. All right. So let's start talking about, let's just hop in here on some scenarios when quitting is actually potentially good for you mm. or good for your goals. Uh, first one I have written down is when whatever you are doing starts to contradict with your purpose. Yes. Yeah, and I have a very simple example of this. It's nothing too complex or out of the ordinary, but um, I helped coach a sport for a little while after school, um, I think for over a season. And it was something that I, I wanted to do, and it, it aligns with my purpose and maybe a, a secondary sense of, of, of helping the children that I'm teaching. Obviously, that's something that's important to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and just interacting with them in different ways, looking for ways to uh, build into their lives more, connect with them more. I found that the, you know, the hours spent after school going to the games, going to the practices, it was, uh, it was quite a bit, and it was taking a toll on those things that I hold to be more primary, like my family like time with my wife. Um, and so I quit after that first season, after looking at it as, you know, it's, it's not exactly what I wanted, but more importantly, it didn't align with uh, my purpose. It, it no longer was holding that primary purpose sense. So, well, you know, when you think back to the episodes on the pillars mm-hmm. and those pillars that uphold your purpose, those things that are most important to you and what those are, um, if it's no longer aligning with those or if it's somewhere down the list in terms of importance, even if it does in some sense align with your purpose, if it's not primary, if it's you know the third or the fourth thing and it's interacting with the first and the second in a negative way, that's when I think it's an okay time to quit. Yeah, that could be an okay time to quit. Um, I want to th- see if we can come up on the spot with a couple of other examples where this would be where you could look at a situation and say, this is no longer aligning with my purpose, um, so therefore I need to quit and I need to move on. Mm-hmm. And I think you raised a good point there of looking at your three pillars that 
um, you want that that you're trying to focus on in life and that you're putting as your priority. So I think, uh, for example, off of your example, you wanted to help children because that aligns with your purpose. But in doing so, that was making it more difficult for you to spend time with your wife and your family, which is more of one of your prominent pillars. Maybe those that's one of the three, whereas in helping kids necessarily is not one of your three pillars. So while it initially aligned with your purpose, it ultimately started to take away from one of your big three. Right. So therefore, it could be time to quit. Yep. Um, I think it's important also to note that I hate to say it this way because I always find this very like weird or cliche thing to say, but like giving yourself permission to quit something if it's no longer aligning with your purpose is very important. Yeah, well, I mean, I was thinking about that on the way here is that um, the lifestyle being laid out in this podcast is a very um, aggressive one in the sense that, you know, everything's pretty structured. We have an idea of what we want to do and why. Um, and so I think that that idea of giving yourself permission is, is important because we're talking about you know, why you need to overcome hardship, why you need to fight through suffering, why you need to move forward each day. And, you know, wanting to quit is a feeling that we're probably going to have often. And that's a feeling that we're telling you in a lot of these episodes to try to get rid of. Yeah. Right? Because, you know, these are the things that you've chosen to do that align with your purpose. So that desire to quit is what's something you're trying to kill. Whereas, you know, if that desire is there and it what you're doing goes against your purpose, here we're saying that's a good thing. So I think giving yourself permission is appropriate. Um, I think so. I, I don't know. I just, maybe it's, I always have like a bad taste in my mouth. We've talked about my inability to relax in the past. How <laughs> 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 no, I don't like it when people tell me to relax. But um, I've easy. had, I've had like business coaches in the past that were a business coach that would say things like, you need to give yourself permission to relax. I'm like, I'm not going to, uh, just like, I don't know why that's, that's almost as annoying to me as somebody be like, Matt, you need to relax. Mm-hmm. But anyway, do you, do you agree that while we're saying, we're initially talking about this particular topic as far as quitting is when it no longer aligns with your purpose, but I just sort of had the idea of it could also apply if whatever it is that you're doing is no longer helping you move forward towards your purpose. Do you, do you think those are two different things? Let me give you an example. I had have a business coach who I don't think he'll ever listen to this. So I'm not identifying him, but he would know who I'm talking about. And I've worked with him for probably four or five years. And for a long time, he helped me grow my business that was moving toward my the, 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 the purpose of the business, which is to make better individuals. Mm-hmm. Okay. However, recently, some of the things that he has suggested or told me to do or tried to get me to implement at the business uh, are things that I have a hard time aligning with the purpose of making better individuals. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it seems it's more like just do this to make as much money as you possibly can. Uh, Do this to get people to pay more money or to make more money while providing them less services. Like I get it from a business perspective of, you know, obviously you want to maximize the amount of money for the least amount of work that you can do. Fine. But 
that doesn't always align with my purpose. So my point in this is it doesn't necessarily... It doesn't have to go against your purpose. Right. It doesn't necessarily go against my purpose so much as whereas he used to be able to help me in moving my purpose forward, it's now no longer doing so. Mm-hmm. So it, it, do you agree that that kind of fits under this category as well? Yeah. Uh, maybe that wouldn't be quitting so much as maybe adjusting. Um well, I mean, if because I end my relationship with him, yeah, that's I am, true. I that's true. Sure. Him. Right. Okay. And I can, yeah, I think that's appropriate. I mean, you're looking for ways to grow by one percent, and if you find that you're not growing, even if something does align with your purpose, if it's not causing that growth, right? Then I think yeah, then I think it's appropriate to quit it, that as well. It doesn't necessarily contradict. I mean, maybe some way in my explanation, you could see where it does contradict. I think another example of this would be maybe with with individuals in your life. We talked uh, a couple of episodes ago about like the five people you spend the most time with. Mm-hmm. If one of those people six months ago I liked and I thought was one of the people who I wanted to have in my life, but now for some reason they've changed and they're no longer helping me move forward, they're no longer supporting me in what I'm doing, i.e. they're no longer helping me advance my purpose in some way, I think it's appropriate to then quit that relationship with that individual. And I and I think that's a really hard thing to do. Maybe that's another one of those you need to give yourself permission. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Any other thoughts on or examples you can think of where it's appropriate to quit if it no longer aligns or moves forward with your purpose? I mean, I, could, I think we've got yeah, like I mean, a million of these. You gave up the example of, you know, I think a lot of people probably run into this with certain expectations. So the police officer and the expectations of that job. Yeah. I mean, you could apply that same scenario to a thousand different things. Oh, sure. It doesn't have to be a job, but, you know, when your expectations don't align. And so, you know, obviously we would encourage what this podcast has said all throughout, which is fight through, um, overcome adversity, you know, give it a good try. But, you know, if after five years you find that, like, this is no longer aligned with your purpose and isn't what you thought it was, whether it be a job or um, an activity you do, then I think quitting is certainly reasonable. Right. And by no means does this mean that you should try to keep everything in your life that is easy and supportive and everything else. Right. And that's why why I think it's important to say this episode didn't come first. Yeah. You know, we're not saying take the easy way out with everything. And that's why, you know, you're a little hesitant to say quit things. Right. Um, you know, so we, we are saying this in light of everything that has come before. Okay. All right. Number two, I think. So first reason that you might want to quit thing is if it's no longer helping you move forward or promoting your purpose. Number two, if for some reason it becomes or starts to impact your health. I think that's an obvious one. Sure. Right. If whatever you are doing is now detrimental to your health, you got to quit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, know, you, you can't continue to move forward. I can see instances, like very specific instances where it would, like if you're a firefighter or, or, yeah, I was or thinking you're in the military. Right, the right. But when I, when I wrote this as part of my list, <clears throat> excuse me, in preparation for this episode, I was thinking more like you're at a job that is originally aligned with your purpose, but now is requiring you to work so much. Mm-hmm. That's causing you so much stress right. that you're leading yourself into a heart attack. Yeah. Yep. Or you have a relationship with one of those five people who's, you know, you're going out and partying every Friday night and you can't get over that hangover and it's affecting you and you're, 
your health in a yeah. negative way. Obviously, smoking would be an easy example of. Oh, I love using smoking well, as an example. When to quit? Well, when it negatively affects your health, right? And, and that happens pretty much instantaneously. And that means immediately, yes. Right. Instantaneously um, when you start smoking. Unless that aligns with part of your purpose, which maybe, you know, maybe it does. But yeah, I think the example of, you know, military firefighters, I think of coal miners back in the day, obviously their their jobs have a health risk involved. But I, I would guess that would align with their purposes because um, I don't think you go into those things lightly. I mean, maybe back in the day if you didn't have a choice, and I'm sure there's people today that don't have a choice. You think of the COVID-19 pandemic yeah, um, and those who are choosing to be nurses and doctors and putting themselves on the front lines. Um, right. That's negatively affecting their health, but you know, I would like to think that for all of them, their, their purpose is more important to them than their personal health. They're putting themselves at risk for the betterment of their fellow humans. Right. They're not a CEO sitting in an office trying to churn out whatever right. just to get, make the money, just to make the million dollar company another million dollars. Yeah, working 80 hour weeks or whatever. Right. Did you say 80 day hour weeks? 80 day, I had like a little stutter in there. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping we could edit that out in post. Yeah, probably not now that we've continued to talk about it. We can cut this out. Yeah. Um, all right, number three. If continuing to move forward with whatever it is becomes detrimental to money. Yeah. Um, and, and that maybe would also depend on what your purpose is. I mean, if you're a very giving person financially, yeah, then maybe these things aren't something that you necessarily want to quit. But um, obviously, you got to be able to take care of your own financial business, um, supply for your own needs. And if you're not able to do that or if what you are doing is negatively affecting that, Time to drop it. Yeah, I think it's it's entirely acceptable, I believe, to set whatever you think is a minimum lifestyle that you want to maintain. And whatever that takes monetarily to maintain that minimum lifestyle, it, it's your choice. We could have an entire episode about what that should look like and how much money you should put toward mm. uh, commercial things and, and whatever else. That's fine. But... You set your own monetary base on what you want in order to maintain a certain lifestyle. And if pursuing your purpose or doing whatever it is that you're doing starts to eat away at that minimum life standard, mm -hmm. I think it's appropriate now to quit. In no way am I going to say keep moving forward, keep moving forward, and all of a sudden you're now losing your house because right. whatever you're doing is costing you so much money that you can no longer make your mortgage payment. Right. Um, yeah, and none of our three pillars is probably, well, I don't, I don't want to say that, but none of my three pillars is owning a home, but that is a very important thing for me to be able to do the things with my family that I want to do. Right. And so, you know, that needs to be taken into consideration is how much does this, these finances, how much does that affect my purpose and, and how do we keep those? So we've come up with three at the moment just a small side note sure here. it's something that came into my head just that, right now just right, right now well it has, it has to do with that it's a connected side note yeah go for it um wait could it be an unconnected side note nope uh this one's connected so it's something that i strive toward but i know that i'm currently not in a state of and it would be living beneath your means and i think that that's, oh. i think that's a great alignment with our podcast here it is is living just beneath your means or somewhere beneath your means so that you're never pushing the boundaries of your finances, of yourself, of your consumerism, your materialism, your attachment to the worldly things. 
Um, Dude, you're walking a fine line against a subject that's been on my brain a long time. Okay. Actually, let's say over like the last last five to six months. All right. Well, maybe we'll leave it at that. But for, for, for right now, I mean, that's something that's kind of on my brain all the time is that I would like to live more beneath my means. I, I right. I don't always want to have this sense of uh, my comfort is most important and, and these things are always serving me in this way. Um, or I have to maintain, like, I'm working... Right. We always have to be a two-car family or whatever. Yeah, I, I have to work essentially to maintain the life in which I have created. Right. Not like I don't always have to work, but... Um, or are, yeah, are your finances serving you in the sense that they... Or are they keeping you a slave? Yeah, there's a quote by the Dalai Lama that I'm going to I'm gonna butcher, but it's something... There's a paraphrased quote by the Dalai Lama. <laughs> <laughs> it's something along the lines of... For all of our life, we work... In order to have money, in order to buy things that require us to continue to work, in order to continue to afford, so that one day we can grow old and die, still paying off the things that we've worked so long to buy. Or so, yeah, you know, it's, 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 it's like right. something. It's, it's just a cycle. Yeah, and that, that's a very bad par- paraphrasing of what you said, but. Mm. Um, oh, maybe we'll go back and talk about that later. Ooh, I don't know if I want to get into that on an episode. Maybe. All right. Can we somehow relate minimalism with aggregation of marginal gains? <laughs> <laughs> I think so. I mean, I think I could do it as it would be an easy way to remove distraction from your life, mm-hmm. which is going to distract you from being able to... I don't know, to, and stress too. I, you know, yeah, I think about... That whole cycle of, of work, stuff, money. So let's leave everybody with a quick thought. And then we'll, on this subject... If you believe that you are living within or over your means, how hard would it be for you to live below your means? Mm. What would that take? Think about it. All right. That is rough. Um, okay. So we've covered, I think I was saying we covered three different areas that we both agree that is appropriate then to quit something, which is contrary to our last episode of continuing to push forward and push forward. And just in the review, those things are when it no longer aligns with your purpose, when it becomes detrimental to your health in a way that is not sort of aligning with your purpose, or when it becomes detrimental to your monetary status and maintaining a minimum life standard that you have established that you want to maintain. Mm-hmm. Can you think of any others real quick? Those are the three that I came up with. I don't think... If I do, I'll interrupt randomly. Yeah, Okay. Um, so one of the last little things that we wanted to touch on this episode was then how do you quit things? So we've identified reasons why you would want to quit. That doesn't really answer the entire question. So now how do you quit? And unfortunately, I think we both agree that we have to be rather general here and say, ignore that. I don't know what just happened. Um, how to quit something is going to be very situational. Yeah, so there, you know, there's not really specifics we can give, but I think, um, but I think what we have is helpful. The, I've got a double H here. It's alliteration, so I'm gonna go Ooh, first. Go for it. I think when you quit, you should be honest with yourself and others, and honorable. And I'm kind of stealing honorable from you, so I'll let you define that. But for honest, I think <laughs> um, you you can. I don't think there needs to be any shame in terms of you explaining the reason for quitting because your purpose is being misaligned or because. You want to be doing these other things more. You know, if you're that 80-hour work week CEO. Very good. Thank you. Um, and you decide to leave the company or maybe move to a lower position. 
and he said, these hours are killing me. I'm, you know, it's affecting my health. It's affecting the time I can spend with my family, um, whatever it may be. Uh, I think that level of honesty and sharing your purpose is, is, is itself honorable, but I think there's maybe other uh, sides to the honorable that you had mentioned. Yeah, I think an honorable way of quitting in that instance is leaving quietly would be another way of saying it or quitting quietly. There is no reason that I can come up with where quitting a job, moving on from a friendship, um, quitting something like your regular volunteer hours that no longer seem to go toward your purpose or quitting a relationship with an advisor or a mentor or something like that. Um, there's no reason that you need to go out and make a big show of the fact that you're ending this. I just did think that unless it's maybe a positive show that would, um, gain garner support from others. Like if you're quitting smoking, and you could have other okay. people, you could have other people hold you accountable to that, but that's not what we're talking about here. No, I I meant more of, oh, I hate my job. Yeah, I quit this stupid thing and like throwing that all over your social media. Yeah, you get like a picture of you holding up the middle finger to the Walmart. Who's coming with me? <laughs> right, like, or those videos where people like hire bands to come play them out when they quit and stuff. I like don't that. think I've ever seen that. Yeah, well. it's... They're kind of they're entertaining. Maybe I'll YouTube that later. Well, don't you're you're feeding into there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, good point. <laughs> I will not give them another view. Um, and I think another way of leaving honorably is to limit, if not cause, no suffering. Again, when you quit something, somebody is likely going to be negatively impacted by it. I think sitting down and thinking about how to quit in a way that is going to limit the amount of suffering that somebody else is going to suffer as a result of you quitting is a very important thing. Yeah. I think this kind of plays off of your honesty as well. Now you said honesty within yourself. I think this also goes for honesty with anybody who is being impacted by the fact that you're quitting. Mm -hmm. If you're quitting a job because that's no longer moving you forward in life, I don't think it's, a, I don't want to say appropriate. I don't think it's fair for you to go to your boss and say, Hey, I'm quitting because I want to try something different. You know, if, if that's really not the reason that you're quitting. You don't have to go to the boss and say, I'm quitting because you're a dick, right? <laughs> but I think there are ways that you can be truthful and graceful at the same time. And I think that's something that you have to take into consideration regardless of what it is that you're quitting. You yeah, and I think part of that is not only do you're trying to cause the least amount of suffering, but maybe you even try to leave those people in situations in a better place as you're leaving them. So yeah. in a small example of this, I was trying to quit being head of the math department last year. Um, advertising <laughs> this to every member of the department, told the principal. Wait, were you not doing it quietly? I was not, uh, I would, I, no, no, I no, not, not in a complaining sense, I know but I was letting everybody know to see if anybody was interested um, and also make sure that everything was gonna be okay with that. I just found that it was taking up too much of my time and I was not able to be focused on the other things that I found to be more important. So with that, uh, it, it never ended up happening, by the way. But um, <laughs> you're still there. I'm still, still the head of the department. But I started a document where I was just recording kind of everything that goes along with this position, all the decisions that you have to make, the emails that I've sent, um, you know, the ways to get access to certain textbooks and things like that. So that you know, if I did leave the position, I'd be able to leave the person coming into it the most prepared as possible and uh, 
cause the least amount of, I don't know if suffering would be the right word, that's probably a bit strong, but uh, least amount of um, awkward turnover. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, I think you did a good job there of just making sure that everybody knew what was coming. It didn't come, but yeah. Yeah. What, what could have come. came. What could have came. Could have come. <laughs> could have cummed? No, wait. <laughs> no, 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 no. Edit no. that out. Edit that out. That was going out. Um, okay. Any other thoughts, Adam, that you have about quitting? No, nothing. I think we've covered everything. All right. Let's end with a quote. The quote that goes along with this episode is, quote, Quitting is not a problem. Not knowing when or why to quit and being a quitter is the problem. Good quote. Thanks, Adam. We are going to vow to do this again soon. Not well, another, like, we're vowing. six weeks. I don't know. Commit to do it soon? Whatever. We're not quitting. We're not. I can tell you that much. Guys, as always, thank you for listening. We will be back shortly to talk with you guys on another sweet topic here on the Stronger Revolution podcast. Stay strong.